This is the best, 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 best practices in education and Odyssey School podcast. Let's fly away in a cloud. This podcast aims to offer professional resources, practical tools, and inspiring conversations to teachers and parents in their quest for excellent education. And the trees are rainbow, and you'll see the corn every now and then because that's not weird at all. Welcome to Best Practices, an Odyssey School podcast. My name is Corey Adams, and I'll be your host. Today, we are joined by Odyssey founding teacher, Kalyan Volpe. Kalyan, you have been on the show before, so I wanted to introduce um, a certain part of your background. You first came to teaching after a series of adventures, including traveling and living in Japan and considering monkhood in Nicaragua. When you visited a Long Island alternative elementary school, I know you report being so enraptured by their joy and excitement that your life goals shifted from monkhood to working in alternative education. Your passion is to help children discover and honor their inherent, brilliant selves and use those gifts to add to a vibrant community. Kalyan, welcome back to the show. Thank you. So tell us what your best practice is about today. So I did my best practice on something I've named spiritual warrior training. Powerful. I love that title. Tell us what that means. So I researched a lot about spiritual warrior training out in the the great world. But really, it's a very personal thing to me. It means helping kids get in touch with their inner spirit and their inner strength and their inner knowing, and then confronting that and growing it as a warrior. So powerful, especially when you hear that from a middle school teacher, intermediate teacher. Those are important years. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, everybody knows and thinks of middle school as, oh, this is the crazy time and the Mm -hmm. super hard time. And yes, it's a huge time of transition for the kids. And so tools that help them get through that and navigate it are super valuable for them. I would love for you to just share a little bit about your journey in coming to Odyssey and the education curriculum here. So... Yeah, when I went uh, and did my master's program at Goddard, it was literally a self-designed program of the design of a holistic school um, with a spiritual basis. So when it came time to join Odyssey at its uh, nascent, it was that was a critical component of it, that it wouldn't only just be educating the whole being, but also making sure that spirituality was at the core of the education. That's, I love that. And I also think it's really important for us to unpack that, especially in American culture, that can mean a lot of different things. So when you talk about incorporating spirituality into a school at Odyssey, what does that mean? Yeah, that's a great question because, right, people think spirituality and all sorts of images and things pop into their heads. Um, For my students, it often just means when I'm having them meditate. Mm-hmm. But I try to help them understand that spirituality, um, especially at Odyssey, is that work to do inner knowing mm-hmm. and that work to recognize 
that you have an awareness of what's going on inside of you on a physical, mental, and emotional level. Oh, that might be actually my favorite description of spirituality and education I have ever heard. That was beautifully put. Um, can you talk a little bit about over the years in your time at the school moments that have felt very powerful for you across the grade levels in experiencing that, sharing it with kids, showing it to them? Sure. I mean, I think the very first year of Odyssey, um, I had four grade levels in middle school and a bunch of new students who had come in mm-hmm. and people looked at that group and went, oh, we know these kids. Good luck. Right. <laughs> that's always great when you walk in and that's what you're hearing. But then these kids gelled together and we had a few kids who really had strong personal spiritual practices and that revolved around revolved around singing and other things and the kids bought in and did it together and by halfway through the year there was a profound shift in the energy Mm. in that class and they were such a unit and they were so in touch with themselves and willing to just pursue and go deep and i remember i think the greatest moment was we were on our end of year trip And I said to them, look, there's chaperones in camp. I'm going to get up at the crack of dawn and go meditate at this waterfall that's a half a mile away because it's so beautiful. And every kid said, wake me up (laughs) at 445 in the morning. So at 5 a.m. we would be at the waterfall. And they all sat there for an hour silently. Um, It was just like... Wow. And, you know, it's not all about meditating, but definitely not, as I think we'll talk about. But their willingness to do that and their excitement to do that Mm -hmm. was just very, very exciting for me. Sure. And I know um, the spiritual warrior program that you really do at this point in intermediate. Can you talk a little bit about what some of the key components that you've developed are? Yeah. So certainly um, sitting in and practicing different meditation styles are part of it. Uh, We do yoga positions or asanas. We just do mindfulness, a lot of mindfulness reflections. Mm -hmm. Um, I read them stories from various spiritual traditions from around the world, and we talk about those meanings and look at the similarities of the different paths that people have chosen toward wisdom and inner knowing. And this year we also um, moved on and developed some new techniques um i wanted them to do spiritual warrior battles and that was a a great success again great title because i feel like the middle school student inside me is like "Ooh, i want to do that so can you describe what that looks like yeah so a spiritual warrior battle um first i talked to them about what it meant to be a warrior and had them kind of talk about it and and whatnot and then i brought about this concept that being a warrior is about strength and courage and also about wisdom and compassion so our spiritual warrior battle is they faced off in what's commonly known as warrior two pose Mm -hmm. and looked down their arms directly into the eyes of their opponent Mm -hmm. and the winner of the battle was the one who felt that their compassion or focused slipped Mm. So it was a battle of maintaining the other person in their heart in a positive way. And 
I really pushed them for mindfulness of what was going on inside of them and honor of honoring what they had or had not done. And it was really fun. That's beautiful. So one of the things I know that is part of Odyssey's vision is really includes the recognition of the spiritual evolution of the individual, of our students, of our families and our faculty. And that just ties in so tightly with all we're talking about today. And I know as a lifelong teacher, I would like to hear you reflect on how you see bringing in that element of spirituality for your fellow teachers and mentoring teachers who are on your team in your role as director. Yeah, so something that we talk about a lot uh, as teachers and as a goal at the school is to help the students develop their authentic selves, Mm -hmm. who they are. And of course, the best teaching comes from modeling the best teaching comes from when you're living what you're trying to convey so i'm often mentoring teachers to just do that same work what are you passionate about what brings meaning for you what really essentially do you want to convey to these young beings who are just unfolding and that is inevitably very exciting for Mm -hmm. teachers to be not only given the permission to do that, but encouraged to be themselves. Sure. Yeah, I think that bringing them into relationship with themselves in a a deep way can be so nourishing. And it really, what I have seen is that it can support teachers as they move forward in what can be a really challenging practice over time. Um, so I would love to close out today with a little bit of show and tell and have you, um, maybe lead us in a meditation or a visualization. Cause I know you've used that with the faculty and with students before. Are you willing to do that? Yeah, I'd be so happy to. There's one visualization that I really love. Um, I'd love to bring Every, anybody who's willing to go on that journey yeah. <laughs> with it. Let's do it. So We'll all go on the journey. Yeah, so wherever you are, just give yourself a good straight posture, ground yourself, take a few deep breaths, make sure you don't have anything in your hands, just kind of let go and listen and follow along. So... Find yourself in your mind walking through a golden wheat field, stretches for miles, the wind is blowing, and the wheat is waving in the sun like golden waves across the rolling fields. And you're following a path through the wheat field. You don't know exactly where this path is going, but you understand that you're, it's leading you somewhere very special. And as you travel through the wheat field, feeling the sun on your face and its warmth, you see a small copse of woods ahead, and the path leads you along, and you enter the woods into a magical place where the sun is dappling through the leaves, shining on a carpet of purple flowers along the floor of the forest. Ancient boulders line the path, old trees with 
beautiful, strong limbs surround you. And the path meanders through the forest and you feel yourself relaxing. And you feel yourself breathing in the strength of this old place. And as you walk through, feeling relaxed and strong and calm, you notice the sound of the ocean, waves breaking upon the shore. And the path through the woods winds down and opens out onto a rocky beach. Turquoise waves pounding away on the large pebbles. The cliffs rise up behind you and you are alone in this beautiful space. And as you make your way along the beach toward the waves, you notice something peculiar in the middle of the beach. It's as if there is a doorway there, a doorway that leads into the earth. And you approach that doorway and you sense that through that door down into the mother, wisdom lies. And so you open the door and descend the smooth stone stairs into the welcoming space below. And as you wind your way down into the earth, you feel the security of being surrounded and supported by the mother. You get to the bottom of the stairs and enter into a small grotto glittering with crystals. And in the middle of the grotto, there's a stone pedestal with a bowl that holds crystal clear water. And inside you, you know that if you look into that water, you're going to see a truth. And so you think to yourself, what is it that I really want to know? And holding that thought, look into the water and see your truth. And when you're ready, remember that truth and slowly open your eyes and come back into our current space. That was so wonderful. That was so wonderful. Thank you for sharing with us today, Kalyan. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. This has been Best Practices in Education, an Odyssey School podcast. It was recorded here in our music studio in Asheville, North Carolina at Odyssey School, engineered by our music director, River Gargarian, and the original theme music was created by the Misfits of Cragberry, an Odyssey student band. Let's fly away in a cloud.